Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, September 20th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Baltimore, Maryland. Arun Suresh Kumar, a researcher, identified an interesting vulnerability in Facebook as part of Facebook's bug bounty. This vulnerability would have allowed any user to take over any Facebook page. A Facebook page is something typically businesses set up for their locations. And the way they work is that these businesses can now assign some privileges to a partner. The way you would exploit this problem is that you set up your own page, you send a request that would give access to your page to a partner, but then you actually manipulate the requests and you swap out your page ID for the victim's page ID, which will then allow, assign privileges to the victim's page ID instead of to your own. So pretty standard direct object reference. Uh, the request was not sufficiently authenticated, uh, something we talk about in our web application security class uh, for quite a bit. And this is yet another example of such a vulnerability. As usual, Facebook was very quick in patching this vulnerability and did pay out a nice bug bounty. Now, sticking with web applications, well, at least sort of, uh, and reporting vulnerabilities here for a moment, we do have another researchers that reported an interesting weakness in how Exchange Auto Discovery works. Essentially, Exchange Auto Discovery, if you do add a new Exchange account to a client, this Exchange client will then try to auto discover the settings for the Exchange account as part of this auto discovery, the client will attempt to connect to a web server at the domain. So if you try to add an sans.org account to your exchange client, your exchange client will try to connect via HTTP to sans.org, which of course usually leads to that particular domain's default web server. And it will then try to pull a configuration file from that system. The Tricky part here is that an attacker, of course, could take over that web server. And the argument of the researcher is that web servers are often weakly protected and as a result, relatively easy to take over. Now, Microsoft doesn't really accept that vulnerability. According to Microsoft, this would require that you actually first exploit something totally different, unrelated to Exchange as the web server that uh, is used by this particular entity and as such it's not really a vulnerability in scope for exchange still probably good to know and be aware of this particular problem in case you do find an odd exchange configuration file on your system an attacker who can expose the client to such an exchange configuration file can then trick the client to connect to the attacker's own mail server and of course with that leak username and password
Mobile security company Lookout did identify a number of applications in Google's Play Store that do install the Overseer spyware. In this particular case, the applications were apparently targeting travelers. Uh, one of the applications claimed and actually did provide about information about embassies. So if you're in a foreign country, in a city, you can look up uh, which embassies are close to you. But of course, Overseer, as far as spyware goes, does exfiltrate a lot of data from your phone then to various command control servers. Uh, some of the probably less sensitive data is the user's location, but then it also does exfiltrate, for example, the user's contacts, things like user accounts on the compromised device, and for example, names of installed packages, permissions, and all kinds of additional details. Google, after being notified by Lookout, did remove the affected applications from the Play Store. And last week I mentioned a vulnerability in the Tor browser, which is based on Firefox, that would make it easier to impersonate sites like addons.mozilla.org because the way certificate pinning was set up in the Tor browser, well, since Firefox is affected by this as well, Firefox today announced that they will release a new version tomorrow. And OpenSL announced that they will release a new version on the 22nd that will patch a vulnerability classified as high. But then again, remember OpenSL also has critical vulnerabilities, nothing critical in this update. So typically this won't be anything you have to immediately apply. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.